0: well hello everybody this is the educated fan my name is brandon and i am joined here by your co-host my best friend andrew moore how are you bud another day at work down another colts game around the corner what's there to be upset about
1: not too much man life's good uh week four is upon us we're going up against the bears this week. The Bears are gone, down. <laughs> so uh, really, they should probably just meet in Fort Wayne and play the game here. That's, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. Um, I think this week's going to be a little bit more of a test than the past couple weeks have, have shown us. I mean, the Bears are 3-0. and um, Colts are 2 and one so uh, I think it's going to be a little bit better competition than what we've seen the past two weeks but uh i'm excited unfortunately this is a game that uh me and and danny were supposed to go to uh get to experience soldier field for the first time but unfortunately that's not happening but uh that's a i'm real still pisser. excited yeah
0: could be how long till we play there again uh it'll be eight years probably eight years unless what how what's the other circumstance is it that- If we played the leader of that division, if we won the division, or if we matched up, is there any way we play
1: them? That's only for the AFC. So NFC, you play there every eight years. So it's definitely
0: eight years. Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate for everybody involved. Uh, But you know what? The Bears, let's just dig into it. 3-0. The Chicago Bears, with two quarterbacks so far this year, 3-0, 3-0, Nick Foles named the starter going into week four. Now, let's just start here. The Bears have beaten the Lions, the Giants, and the Falcons. And they barely won, I think, all of those games. I think the Giants was the most, like, I think that's the only game they were in the lead the whole time. And they still only won by four. So, this is a game, this is a trap game. This is a trap game. I
1: I wouldn't say it's a trap game honestly. I would say that the Jets game is more of a trap game than than this game. Um, because the Bears are the Bears are 3 and 0 um and and they're going up against Chuck Pagano's defense. So I think the Colts are are really look focusing in on this one. I, I don't think it's a game that they're necessarily overlooking um and and I think it's a game that they they'd be pretty pumped for. They're, it's not like they're looking ahead to to Cleveland next week. Cleveland has a worse record than than Chicago does even so, uh, I don't think it's a trap game personally. Uh, I do think the Colts are going to have plenty of opportunities to to excel in this game, um, particularly. Well, let's let's start with with the man I just mentioned. It's Chuck Pagano is now the defensive coordinator for for the Chicago Bears. Um, their defense has been has been doing. I mean, they're, in some ways they've been excelling and doing very well. In other areas, they they haven't been doing very well at all. Um, let's start with their, with their run defense. The bears gave up 138 yards rushing to the lions and 144 yards rushing to the Falcons. Um, so it doesn't seem like their, their run defense is very good. And that's something that our offense is predicated on is running the damn ball. Plus I, it, there is weather potentially in the forecast for Sunday in Chicago. So if it's if it's a little bit rainy, a um, little bit windy, the Colts might be running the ball even more. So that could play play into our hands. Um, and then another issue is: Do you remember when when Pagano was here as the head coach? How many big plays it seemed like the Colts would give up on
0: on defense, especially on third down? It felt like.
1: Right. Well, the Bears are having that problem too. Um the Bears have given up 11 completions of 20 plus yards, which is tied for 25th in the NFL. So it looks Goodness. like they still have the uh the propensity to give up big plays at times. So I mean that could be TY Hilton. We've seen Moali Cox make plenty of big plays. Um if 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 we get guys down the sideline, open even Zach Paschal could make some plays. Uh, possibly Naheem Hines. So th- there's going to be the opportunity to make some plays. Now, what the Bears do well um, is they are leading the league in completion percentage allowed, um, and the Bears are only allowing opposing quarterbacks to complete just 56 percent of their throws. However, yeah, well, guess
0: what? Philip Rivers is leading the NFL in Phillip pass Rivers percentage this year.
1: In completion percentage at seventy eight point three percent, so that's that's one of our strengths going up against one of their strengths. So it's going to be interesting to see how which 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 group comes out on top. Now I do expect Philip Rivers to continue to dump it off to the backs, continue to find T. Y. Hilt in the open zones, um, use that play action. So, but I, I really think that our main our main focus is going to be that. The, the defense for the uh, for the bears. How are we going to attack it? Um, making sure we're, we're, we're having success running the ball because it looks like we will be able to, especially if, if the weather does play a factor, the Colts offensive line will be able to, to eat and we can really lean on them. Um, but at the same time, not, not be afraid to really take shots when, when they're available to us, because it does seem like that the bears will give up big plays from time to time. So, you never know. Maybe maybe this is the game that we see that huge performance from T.Y. Hilton, but uh, it's it's definitely uh, kind of the opposite of what the Colts' defense is, the bend-but-don't-break. Pagano's defense is, is,
0: is aggressive and can give up the big plays. Sure, and it, it, it's going to help T.Y. this week and his chances on uh, having those big plays and being more of a role in the offense because of the lack of receivers all of a sudden we have. Um, you know, obviously with Pittman Jr. and Campbell not playing this week. Um, mm-hmm. So the Colts are a minus two and a half favorite. Money lines at minus 144. Bears are plus two, 122. Over under set at forty-four and a half. Field Yates. At first I saw a highlight that said Field Yates uh, basically was saying the Bears were going to upset the Colts. When I opened the article, it just said he was taking the Bears with the two and a half points. I don't know if he thinks they're going to win or not. But I think this game's definitely gonna be closer than last week. Um now on the offensive side of the ball for the Bears, Nick Foles deep threat, as uh, Frank Reich said, I think today or yesterday, um he, he's able he's he's a solid deep ball thrower. Um mm-hmm. and he's smart and isn't gonna take unnecessary risks. Uh, how do you think our secondary and linebacking core, just our g- defense in general, is going to fare against a Nick Foles and uh, Nagy offense?
1: I I kind of get a Kirk Cousins vibe from Nick Foles. Um, I mean, he he he'll probably be trying to rely. Except on Except he's a Super Allen.
0: Bowl champion. Okay, so, so is
1: Trent Dilfer. <laughs> that doesn't really make make much of a difference. Yeah, but Um, was
0: Trent for the uh,
1: Super Bowl MVP? He was not, I don't think. Okay. But anyways, I mean, getting back onto Nick Foles, I, I don't think he... I don't know if he's going to be that too big of a threat. I mean, obviously Frank Reich has a tremendous amount of respect. And and this week talking about him in the media, um, Frank couldn't say enough good things about him, but at the same time, we're not, we're not facing, we're not facing Peyton Manning or Patrick Mahomes here. The last, the last time the Colts faced Nick Foles was, was last year when he was the quarterback for the Jags um, and the Colts. Beat down the Jaguars in Indianapolis with Nick Foles as the quarterback pretty handily. Um, I think he threw for almost 300 yards, but at the same time, he he never got comfortable. It seemed like the Colts were were constantly bothering him back there in the pocket, um, and I think that's probably the recipe for for success this weekend as well. Is if it, I well number one, if they're putting it all in Nick Foles' hands to win the game, I think. I think the Colts have a really good chance, especially with how our secondary is playing um, with, with Xavier Rhodes, uh, Kenny Moore uh, possibly having Rocky sin back this week, TJ carry um, all those guys on the outside. And then Julian Blackman playing deep. He's already made some plays in, in his first two, two career games. So I think our, I think our secondary is, is, is up to the challenge. Um, I also don't think the Bears' offensive line is is really that great either. Um, so if we have if we have a chance to to get pressure on Nick Foles, I think he's not a guy that's going to be able to really escape the pocket much. You don't really think of Nick Foles of making as a guy that's making plays with his legs. So. So if we can collapse, especially the interior of the pocket, with with DeForest Buckner being able to get some pressure on the outside, with with Justin Houston and Denico Autry, um, and really just being able to contain him and make him feel that pressure in the pocket, you're going to force him into into some bad throws. Um, so I think that's that's probably what our our best. Chances and that's what the game plan is going to be. I know Matt Eberflus is 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 going to uh, Really have the guys sticking close to the receivers because You don't think of the Bears as really having too many threats outside of Allen Robinson So the, maybe the, the the Colts corners can be a little bit more aggressive um, maybe With the pressure forcing Nick Foles to to make some some ill-advised throws things like that. They can jump on those again but uh, I, Personally, I'm not too afraid of Nick Foles.
0: I'm not saying I'm afraid of Nick Foles. I'm not afraid of Nick Foles. Um, It does appear, I think I did my math right here, that they've given up seven sacks already this year. Um, Mm -hmm. The majority of those coming uh, in week two where they gave up, I think, four. Um, So there is a possibility there, too, that we could get a lot of pressure on the quarterback um right. and
1: I, I think that's going to be key because uh nick Foles, it does he doesn't seem like the type of quarterback that really thrives under pressure uh if i remember correctly he's not really a guy that can move too well within inside no. the pocket we're not, we're not going to have to deal with like how sam Darnold was constantly moving and, and evading pressure within the pocket last week um it's going to be more of a guy that, that if we get pressure in his face that's that's kind of the Kirk cousins vibe i was talking about yeah you can you can really disrupt him if you get pressure. Especially yeah, Kirk Cousins,
0: Cousins is just abysmal. I mean, if the play breaks down, Kirk Cousins is in trouble. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong there. I passed somebody today that had a Minnesota Vikings uh, license plate holder, and it said Vikings at the top and Minnesota on the bottom, and I'm like, those idiots can't even get the <laughs> get the license plate, right? <laughs> um, but... And now I forget where I was going because I'm making fun of a license plate. Um, but yeah, I assume we're they—they they just beat the Falcons. Nick Foles came back against the Falcons, okay? And Trubisky was losing to the Falcons. I know the Falcons hate winning, so I—I I can't Falcons imagine. Aren't good. Falcons are in trouble. Um, so, what else we got for the game? What What else you think is important what? about this week?
1: Yeah, I wanted I wanted to kind of ask you this. Um, who who's your X Factor this weekend? Who who do you think is is really the guy that we you think could really stand out or or who's a guy on, on either side, whether it's the Bears or the um or the Colts that that is going to play a big difference in this win? Is it is it Nick Foles or do you do you think it
0: could be someone else? I would say that it's gonna be T Y or JT.
1: I think you're exactly T. right. T. Y. Hilton with JT. or Jonathan Taylor? I think Jonathan Taylor could have a huge game. Um, it's it's kind of close to that Wisconsin area. Um, he's used to Big Ten smash nice. mouth football. Um, he and and this could be this could be the game that he really breaks out. Now, um, I was looking at at Stephen Holder usually does a weekly film review, um, and, and he it came out last night. His his film review kind of focused on John Ta- Jonathan Taylor and and kind of his different vision with the with with the game last week against the Jets and there were some times where his vision was great and other times he he missed the hole for a big game and I was kind of getting into into an argument with this guy and I about Jonathan Taylor's development and and we got to think about this Jonathan Taylor didn't have any Otas um no preseason games. That was, this is his second, this will be his third game as a starter. And it's, it's something that, that we really don't put enough thought into with with rookie running backs of how how much the speed of the game really changes sure so it, it, and he's going to get better at, at finding those reads and at being able to break up the break open those those home runs and it very well could be this weekend we've all been waiting for really jonathan taylor to to break open a huge play use that four three speed and with with the bears defense especially their 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 rush defense not really being up to par we could see jonathan taylor really break it open and and he could have a huge game and 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 I think that also kind of takes the pressure off of Philip Rivers because again, I mean, Philip's been has been great so far, but we're, we don't want to put all the pressure and put make it solely that Philip has to carry this team. So I think Jonathan Taylor could really have a huge game, um, and and it wouldn't shock me if he does go over a hundred yards or, and or breaks a big one and and gets a cup a touchdown or two. I'd so. love
0: to see him break off a big one. Uh, Tyreek Cohen, Tyreek Cohen. Also out this week, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he tore his that's, ACL. That, help, so that, that is helps. A,
1: yeah, that's a big weapon. Sorry to him. That, that, yeah, not great for him. But that's a big. It's a big help for the Colts. I mean, that's that's probably behind Allen Robinson, their their best playmaker. I mean, maybe David Montgomery, um, as well. But. So, so uh, like I said, it's Jonathan Taylor on the offense, on the defense. I, I think I want to give it to DeForest Buckner, too, because if we can get pressure in Foles' face, make him make him really uncomfortable, um, we can force some turnovers or, or really get the Bears in some bad situations.
0: Let's move along to injuries. Uh, Michael Pittman, wait, a second. wait, what's your prediction? Oh, Colts by a million. Colts by a million. That's your prediction every week. That's right. <laughs>
1: For, for an honest prediction Colts um uh, I do think the Colts will win I do think it's going to be a lot closer game than we've seen the past two weeks for sure it's it's not going to be the the 38 to to 10 um or walloping that we would see against the Jets I could see it being maybe 24 17 27 17 something like that so you think um, the Colts cover well yeah I think the two and, Colts and a half cover if they're Yeah, two and a half. I think they cover. Okay. I don't think it's going to be. Obviously, if I think they're going to win, they're going to cover the the two. But I I, I think it'll be close. But I do think the Colts will end up forcing Foles into some mistakes and then just sealing it with with Jonathan Taylor in the run game.
0: Don't bet on this game. Don't ever bet on the Colts. I mean, like, I assume anybody listening to this is a Colts fan. So you shouldn't bet on the Colts anyway unless you know there's a really cool odds boost on FanDuel or DraftKings. Um but yeah, definitely d- this game in general, even if you if you're a non-Colts fan, I, I don't like the line's not worth it. Uh the over, the over hit the under in my opinion. I mean, go ahead go ahead and slap that under 44 and a half. Um uh, but yeah, I Life's Colts going to bet the under. Life's mm, well, too short to, I'm not, to under. I'm not big cat. Uh so wide receiver, Michael Pittman Jr., leg, obviously not gonna be here. Reich does say that he's healing very well. Do we know a minimum timeout? No, they
1: haven't Reich hasn't said anything. Um, Ian Rappaport reported that that occult source they expect him to be back after the bye. So that'd be like week eight against against the Lions. We could might expect him to be back. But it's okay. a good sign that that Reich Reich mentioned it and he wasn't prompted today about it. He did say that it's healing very well and- for for Pittman Jr., which which is great to see with with an injury that could be so so serious and and,
0: and again good on the rookie for for speaking up because i mean you just want to be on the field um your rookie season wide receiver paris campbell had a procedure wednesday on his mcl and pcl injury um trey burton tight end knee return to practice this week was limited doubt we see him uh this week at least on the field along with defensive tackle sheldon day who had a knee injury return to practice was limited um, didn't know about this one running back Naheem Hines shoulder limited at practice on today.
1: Yeah, that, that just popped up right before we started recording. Um, the Colts came out with their injury report. So something, something to monitor, um, but he, he was just limited. So, um, it's not like he missed the entire practice. So it, it's probably more precautionary than anything, but something to monitor for sure.
0: Don't expect to see him miss this weekend. Cornerback Rocky sin illness return to practice Wednesday. That one didn't, was that? before the game against the Vikings that he up in like right before the game we're like, Oh, rocket yeah, inactive. He, yeah. He showed um, up
1: to the facility and, and, and he had started having real bad stomach pains and they, they treated him at a hospital. Never said whether it was an appendectomy or if it was just a really bad case of the flu, but he, he did return to practice and it looks like he'll be good to go. All things considered, he should be good to go for Sunday.
0: I would hope so. Um, Other news for the Colts cornerback, Xavier Rhodes. Hey! Hey! Xavier Rhodes! (laughs) Name AFC Defensive Player of the Week for Week 3 with three interceptions. And if you missed that... Two interceptions. Two interceptions. One return for a touchdown. The other interception was TJ Carey. We had three. There you go. But you get it. Incredible performance by Xavier Rhodes. Mike Florio... looking like... Go ahead. Mike Florio had to give Xavier Rhodes some props this week, uh, even though you know he kind of shit on him as he was leaving Mike Florio's Vikings, um, you know, saying he was washed up, yada yada. So
1: love that. Looking like a a very underrated and good signing by Chris Ballard. Uh, not a lot of people were a fan of the move, but it's so far so good, and Xavier hey, Rhodes is definitely
0: panning out. We for said Colts. we said this could be the kick in the ass he needed. He need he we might did. just need a change of scenery. Um, we did. Go, go ahead with the next thing in the Colts news, Andrew. Sorry. S-
1: yes. So, uh, the Colts signed uh Krishan Hogan to the practice squad this week. Um, he's been on the Colts before, and then they released Chad Kelly from the practice squad. So it's looking like sw- the Swag Kelly era might be over in Indianapolis, which makes sense considering the report that I heard earlier in the week that, that Jacob Eason is really impressing behind the scenes, right? That's the first thing I thought of when I
0: saw that news,
1: there's really no reason to have a fourth quarterback on the roster at that point, or even on the practice squad. And, and with the, with the Colts having the injuries to Pittman and, and Paris Campbell, um, they need the wide receiver bodies is, is, is the way to go. So Krishan Hogan, um, he's from Marion, so he's a local guy. Um, but uh, another body for the Colts at the wide opposition. position.
0: Colts signed defensive end Rondell Carter to the active roster from the Cowboys practice squad. Andrew, what do we know about him?
1: We know that he is. Um, he's really just there to to kind of promote more competition. The Colts want to see some consistency out of the defensive line, um, and Chris Ballard ha- has been really high on him. He's an athletic guy, and and it's someone that I think the Cowboys are going to miss. Um, they didn't want to lose him, so uh, we'll we'll see we'll see if it pans out. Um, we'll see if he actually gets some PT this weekend.
0: That's it for the Colts. Go Colts! We're going to win this week. Uh, moving along to three and one, I'd really let's like hope. that. That'd be great, and I love beating the Bears. I really do. Danny loves when the Colts beat the Bears. I bet too. <laughs> um, so let's move along. Games around the league this week. First of all, Monday Night Football. The Chiefs just ruined the Ravens. They look damn good. Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson used the words that like the Chiefs are our kryptonite, buddy. He's 0-3 against... You're, you're the, not uh, wrong, but don't say Chiefs. it. Chiefs. You're not wrong, yeah. but don't say it, dude.
1: He did not have a good, a very good game at all, and Patrick Mahomes looked every bit as the
0: best player in the world. Oh, my so. gosh. Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs are the best in football right now. The only team close, I I think, is the Seahawks, maybe Green Bay. I would I, agree with that. I think the Chiefs look incredible. And real quick, before we move it along here, I do want to talk about the Chiefs here. Um... They might I mean if if they're able to stay focused and they're able to, you know, take it one week at a time every week, they could they they have a schedule, you know, especially after these next few weeks here, that they could go undefeated. I mean, reasonably. There's I mean, I'm looking at their schedule right now, and and there's only a few tough games on here. Patriots next week. Raiders, that could be a sleeper. Bills, so now we got two games where we're like, I don't know, that could be tough. But after that, Broncos, Jets, Panthers, Raiders again, the Bucks maybe, Broncos, Dolphins, the Saints. Who knows what the Saints are going to look like by the end of the year? Falcons, and then they get the Chargers again, who they struggled with, but they get them at home.
1: They do, uh, but are they really going to be playing for anything at that point? They um, seem
0: to be loving and the, being the Super Bowl champs and loving being on top. I could see them, I could see them wanting to say, hey, let's go undefeated.
1: I really wouldn't discount the Buccaneers and the Saints. Those are going to be two tough games, and I think I think especially Tom Brady. Brady Mm -hmm. seems like I feel like a lot of people are talking about Patrick Mahomes is the best in the game. You know that fuels Brady. You know that pisses him off. He's one to say like, "Hey, I'm still here," and he could. If Tom Brady thinks he's
0: still the best in the league, he's on drugs. He might be on drugs. That's how he's still in the league.
1: that's how all the guys think I mean Brady's always gonna think he's the best and always want to be the best so it's not even close I, I, it's it's gonna be very tough for them to go undefeated um they've got I'm, some tough. I'm
0: goals. not predicting they're gonna I'm just saying it's a it's a realistic thing looking at their schedule okay uh Raven's still real good let's not I mean they they still put up 20 points you can't settle for a few goals against the chiefs can't do it no you can't have an opening drive and think three points is good enough against the Kansas City Chiefs Okay, so that was a good game. Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs really laid it on in Baltimore. Um, so let's, uh, let's move on to our picks, Andrew. Um, why don't you just go ahead and let, let the people know?
1: So Brandon actually beat me in picks this week. Um, he went 13 for 16. I went 10 for 16. Um, but in the overall standings, I still lead by one game. So I'm 73% overall. Brandon is 71% overall.
0: But boy, so. did I take a big jump. You like yeah. that? Yeah. You like that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good sound bit you put in there. Yeah, you like uh, that for sure. The week four slate of games are up right now. And uh, let's see if you can overtake me. I don't think so. I think uh, I'm going to be coming out fire in this week, brother. I don't
0: know. This one, this first game, just steer clear of this. If you're <laughs> on your bets, Broncos jets. Um, Oh my gosh. Let me pull up this tweet. Did I, did I take a picture of it? Oh no. Did I not? Oh, I didn't take a screenshot of it. So Raiders or I'm sorry, Jets and Broncos. This is going to be just a miserable game to watch.
1: Yeah, I'm. It's going to be worse than the uh, the Dolphins Jaguars game that was last Thursday night. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Broncos here, just because I saw how bad the Jets were. Yeah. Um. I do. I realize that the Jets are at home, but man, that's that was a bad team that the Jets yeah. played last week. Up so close I'm and personal, Broncos we saw it. Fun.
0: I'm with you there. I'm going to pick the Broncos, but. Again, wouldn't wouldn't spend any money on this, but real quick on this game, uh, in reference to a tweet about the Tennessee situation, uh, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes, somebody tweeted, can we postpone tomorrow night's game between the Jets and Broncos forever? And somebody else responded, "Um, no, after last night's debate, we need something to laugh at. I did see <laughs> that, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, this game is not going to be good, but I'm going to pick the Broncos as well. The Broncos quietly one of the most injured teams in the league. Uh Colts Bears obviously. Uh Colts. we both got Colts, Jaguars, Bengals. I'm going to let you pick first.
1: I'm going with the Bengals. I think Joe Burrow gets his first win. Um I think that he's just looked better and better each week. So I'm going Bengals. I think they win at home.
0: You know what? I was going to pick the Jaguars, but you're right. Joe Burrow is going to get his first win at home in front of Cincinnati in front of, I don't know how many fans. I don't know if there's still zero or whatnot, um, but yeah, that's it. That's a good pick Bengals uh, coming up next. We got the Browns at the Cowboys. Uh, I, I would love to pick the Browns, but I think the Cowboys are going to win that game.
1: I think the Cowboys win too. I mean, they, they, while they're on, they're one and two, I mean, they took Seattle to the brink, and, and they really sure. didn't play too great of a game. So I think the Cowboys are just going to be too much for the Browns' defense.
0: Uh, Cowboys, defensive line, and defense in general, uh, not looking great. You know who does look great? Is a man coming off of five years not playing football.
1: <laughs> Who's that?
0: Uh... Well,
1: you set this up and five, you don't yep. even know who you're talking you about. You know who I'm
0: talking about. Um oh, this is gonna piss me off. He just came off suspension this year. Kareem Hunt? No. For the da- for Dallas. For Dallas. Um Alden Smith. Yes, thank you. Goodness okay. gracious, I'm pissed. Alden Smith playing some good football.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is. He's been looking like a monster, that's for sure. I-
0: imagine the five years he could have had. If he didn't have off the field issues, right. um, moving along. Cowboys win. Saints Lions. Um, I I I, w- I would hope the Saints win. I would, <laughs> I would hope.
1: Too. I'm going to pick the Saints as well. On but this the
0: Cardinals kind of shocked, got shocked last week. So hopefully the Saints come in this very play. I don't. I can't imagine the Saints lose three in a row. No way I they lose either. three in a
1: row. Michael Thomas might be back this week too. And if that's the case, then it's it's a wrap. The Saints win.
0: Uh, next game, honest to God, I I mean, I want the Titans to lose, but it wouldn't hurt us too bad for the Steelers to get a loss in somewhere too, but the Steelers likely win that game. I'm
1: going Steelers. I think there's just too much surrounding Tennessee right now. Um, it's just too much noise, too much other things to think about. They Mm -hmm. can't even be in their own facility right now. So I'm going Steelers. Yeah. And
0: the Steelers have all week to prepare. So, uh, Seahawks, Dolphins, Seahawks by a landslide. Vikings Texans I'm sorry I assume you picked the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm taking the Seahawks are okay. going for now. Vikings Texans I think the Texans finally get their first win against another 0 3 team. Ooh, this is tough. Um I think Deshaun I, Watson's good enough to will his team to a victory here.
1: Yeah, uh the Vikings however, I mean they they took they took Tennessee to the to towards the end of the game last week so um, I I think the Texans win as well but I think it's a very close game
0: Panthers Cardinals um, Cardinals bounce back
1: yeah I think the Cardinals backs bounce back as well Kyler Murray had a pretty bad game three interceptions last week so uh, I think he gets back on track
0: back it up real quick I forgot to mention I have notes here Seahawks Russell Wilson's on pace if I remember the stat correctly for 75 touchdowns this year (laughs) Obviously, he's not going to keep that up, but he's on pace for 75. He has the most touchdowns through three games of any quarterback of all time, currently on pace to shatter the single-season record by 20 touchdowns.
1: Yeah, he's got 14 right now in three games. It's absurd.
0: Absurd. Moving along. Uh, Chargers, Buccaneers. I'm
1: going... I'm going Bucks on this one. Um, Brady at home, uh, going up against a uh, a rookie quarterback. And Todd Bowles has the last couple weeks has really been been scheming. And that Buccaneers defense is pretty tough. So I'm going Bucks.
0: Uh, that Buccaneers defense was really tough last year. They just so happen to have the most interception prone quarterback of all time. Buccaneers right. win. Um, Ravens against the Washington football team. And it's so funny how ESPN has that in there. Um, just as football team (laughs) next to the logo, um, Ravens definitely going to get a win here. Uh, Dwayne Haskins had four interceptions last week. Um, Ron Rivera basically said he's still the guy right now. Like I'm not there yet, but did say he's got a line. I think we're going to see Alex Smith come out this week.
1: Yeah, I think, I don't know about that, but I do think the Ravens are, are pissed off and, and are pretty embarrassed about their performance against the Chiefs. And with that, Chase Young, it looks like is going to miss this week as well. So um, I think Ravens come out on top by by quite a
0: bit. Giants, Rams, go ahead.
1: I'm going to go Rams. The Giants, again, just look like hot garbage. So um, I think the Rams pretty easily take care of the Giants.
0: Uh, Rams looked really good last week against a really good Bills team. Uh, missed some field goal opportunities, interception in the end zone. They marched down the field almost every time they had the ball last week, so I expect them to continue that. Bills Raiders, I think the Bills stay undefeated. We might this agree one, on every damn game here, Andrew.
1: This one, I don't know. Um, I, I just feel like it's almost like...
0: In Vegas. Ooh. It
1: is in Vegas, and I think the Raiders... I mean, they they came out and they they beat the Saints. I and the Bills are coming off of barely beating the Rams. I'm gonna go Raiders. I I think they'll the Raiders will go to three and one, um, and I think the Bills get their first loss.
0: I will say the Bills run defense, uh, the front seven did not look great. Lots of tackles from the secondary last week. Um, and was it Jacobs? Josh Jacobs is a running back for the Raiders. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, kid looks good. So. I this could be one you I I end up losing to you. Um Patriots Chiefs don't bet on this one either. Just don't do it.
1: Put I think no it's money. gonna be I think it's gonna be another game like the Patriots uh Seahawks game. I am going Chiefs um just because I think they squeak it out, but I think Patrick Mahomes will struggle against the Bill Belichick defense.
0: Yeah, but I don't yeah. think uh I don't think Cam's got enough to take care of that Kansas City defense that looks to be getting better every week. Yeah, um, I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs. 49ers, Eagles. This is a real weird one because all the injuries to the 49ers, but the Eagles have looked so bad. But, you know, 49ers seem like the right choice.
1: Yeah, I'm going 49ers at home. Um, the Eagles just still seem like they don't have it. Now, this game will very very easily could be wrong. Carson Wentz could easily get out of his slump. And with all the injuries to the 49ers, maybe that's, that's exactly what the Eagles need. But as of right now, I'm going to go 49ers.
0: I agree with you, Andrew. Now, this next one should be, I've got it listed as an absolute lock. Um, Packers minus seven. But I'm telling you, if there were ever a game, If there were ever a game to ruin that $20,000 parlay, I mean, it'd be (laughs) Monday night football. uh, Packers blow it against the miserable Falcons. But I think Aaron Rodgers is on an absolute mission right now, and I just don't think it's possible for him to lose to the Falcons.
1: Right. I, I don't think so either. I think the Packers go to 4-0. Oh. They're they they're clicking on all cylinders. It looks like Devontae Adams could very well be back this week too. Um, I don't know if they were going to push him to come back, but um, I, I just don't think they have anything for the Packers.
0: The Packers look real good. Looks like Andrew and I could head into week five with a tie or me down by two. Uh, I think we only disagreed on one game there. Yeah, it was very so.
1: very close this week, but... um. Hey, we'll see what happens. I I was pretty wrong last week.
0: All right. So that's it for our picks this week. Injuries around the league. Tight end Dallas. Goddard from the Eagles. Fractures an ankle out for a few weeks. Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin. Hamstring week to week. That's big for Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Um, I I feel like they've seen... They've been kind of... I think they've been vibing a little better than him and Mike Evans. So... Um, Washington defensive end chase young growing out versus the Ravens. That's big Washington. I, yeah. I didn't even see that Washington's going to lose. I mean, there's just no question. I
1: literally just told you about it while we were picking the game.
0: I missed that. I was probably looking <laughs> on to my next pick. I don't listen to you while you talk on this thing. Are you kidding me? Uh, other news around the league. So as we mentioned earlier, Titans, uh, closed their facilities until through Saturday. So, uh, hopefully opening Sunday after four players and five staff members test positive for COVID-19 Vikings to shut down their faculty as well after playing the Titans, but no positive tests yet reported from them. Titans Steelers. Sorry, real quick. Titans Steelers game scheduled to be played Sunday is now going to be rescheduled to Monday or Tuesday. It sounds like.
1: So, I mean, the good news out of this is it looks like the Vikings, I don't even think, it's came out today yet, but it doesn't seem like they've had any positive tests from this, which is great to hear. Um, obviously this is kind of the first time, this is the first time that the, the NFL schedule has been um, impacted by, by COVID positive tests. Um, it's, it's so far it's, if it's only four players, um, it looks like they caught it before it was able to spread very far to, to the entire team, which again, this is good news. Um, but I mean, Hey, It's, it's still something to monitor and still something that you don't really want to see any, any team in the league, regardless if its Colts division or not, because it could put the whole, the whole league and the whole, uh, whole schedule and, and and really the whole year for the nfl at risk so um it's it is good and and i think that the contact tracing is is such an important thing too that they can really identify who these guys were around um so that's imperative to be on top of that too so hopefully hopefully it's it's these guys are able to get over it quickly and it's nothing too serious for them but um yeah definitely definitely the biggest news around the nfl this week is Is the Titans having to actually close down their entire facility um, because of the positive tests?
0: Great point there with the contract contact tracing, uh, Andrew. But this this could be a big deal. I the fact that these players tested positive, you know, a whole you know a week later. You know, you don't know when they contracted. You don't test positive right away. I mean, this could be something that, that affected the team they played last week. Who'd they play last week? The Jaguars. I mean, that that could be two teams in the in our division that could be affected. But we we don't know. Let's hope the end. We're gonna look at the bright side. Hope uh, that we've got it under control um, and we're able to carry on with this season and nothing nothing real bad comes out of this.
1: Yeah. And, and so far so good. Um, it looks like the the game at least hopefully will still be able to be played this week. Um, it, it kind of sucks for the Titans, not being able to be really in the facility. And if it opens on Saturday, then only gives them two two days really to in the facility before the game. Um, so it, it's going to be tough for them, but I mean, this, we, we kind of knew this was the possibility that this could happen this year and they really need to, and everyone's got to deal with it. So, uh, We'll see how they adapt and, and how they do against the Steelers
0: Monday or Tuesday. They'll probably get their butts whooped. Moving along to your favorite segment of the week for the preview episode. Anyhow, we're going down to Bad Beats with me, Brandon. So last week, Brandon made a lot of money. Not as much as he could have made with the Cardinals losing to the Lions. That was a real pain in the ass. But I did have a nice little bet on the Seahawks with a twenty percent profit boost from DraftKings. Fifty dollar bet, won me ninety eight. Jonathan Taylor to score a touchdown and Colts to win. Yep. Oops. Told on myself, Andrew. Put twenty dollars on that forty three dollar win. Uh, $20 on Deshaun Watson, Ben Roethlisberger, both to throw a touchdown. That might have had the caveat that the Steelers win as well. $20 bet wins $47. And another odds boost for Colts to cover minus 7.5 for the Jets said. Don't do it. Why not? $50, $100. Uh, Green Bay at New Orleans slammed on the Packers. $50 to win $122. So, Let's move on to this week. I've got some best bets for a possible parlay time together. So I accidentally made this bet. I actually entered it and then realized I forgot. I skipped right over the Cardinals. Uh, So the first time I did this with the Ravens minus 13 points. I'm doing it with the points. Ravens minus 13. Ooh, Houston money line, Seattle minus six and a half bills. Money line Packers minus seven. And, and then that was, if you parlay all those, it's plus 1422. If you add the Cardinals into that parlay, jump up to 2286. Hammer it. I hammered it. Um, and then I've got some stay away games here. Um, and I'm going to pull up my giant parlay here while I'm reading these ones off. Just don't bet on the Chiefs and Pats. Just don't do it. I, I mean, it's an absolute toss up, not worth it. Um, Denver and the Jets. I, I'm not super confident on that. Um, now, Cleveland-Dallas, I've got this listed as a don't-touch-it, but also the Browns are my fa- one of my favorite chances at an upset. Um, don't bet on Indy Chicago. Don't like the lines. do Just don't think it's a good bet. Don't want you to bet on my team or against them. Um, the Rams, the odds just really sucked. The odds are bad, So and the spread's too wide. So just steer clear of that, I mean, just because it just doesn't make sense as a bet if you want to make any money, just not good. Um, I think they're like minus 13 and no, just don't do it. Uh Eagles Niners, I told you I think that's a weird game, so I would steer clear of that. Now my 12 team parlay. Now this does include teams that I said don't bet on, but I mean, <laughs> 10 bucks on on a big parlay. Um Broncos, Cardinals, Ravens, Cowboys, Jaguars, Bucks, Texans, Saints, Seahawks minus six and a half, Rams, Bills, and Packers, ten dollars for a whopping plus fourteen thousand six hundred and sixty-four for a winning of fourteen hundred dollars and hundred and sixty-six dollars, sorry. Um, like I said, favorite upsets, Browns over Dallas, Jags over Cincy, um, Pats over Chiefs. Now I don't think those are all gonna happen, but if you were like, hey. What upset alerts would you have to look at this week, Brandon? Those would be the ones. So uh, that's it for the the bad beats with Brandon this week. All right. That's it this week, guys. Um, We do really, really appreciate you listening. Um, We had some people share our uh, episodes on Facebook this week um let's bump it up let's share it on instagram let's share it on twitter if you use it um tell a friend whatever you want to do share us go follow we've us got a, we've got a couple of
1: uh ratings that happened this week as well so we we really um, appreciate that excuse and, uh, me
0: sir sir are you trying to tell me that we're still the number one rated pod colts podcast on the internet
1: that's what I exactly what I'm telling That's you. That's what I'm five telling stars, you. Five, five stars. Five stars. Little little round of applause for us.
0: Yeah, tell your friends to get in on this. This is a good show. And you know what? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good. I don't, I don't have any. I don't. Have, I don't yeah, have you any. Like don't, you like, like that? You like that? I don't have any good uh, sound effects right now for that conversation but anyway so go follow us at the educated fan that's at T H E E H D U C U T A D T E D F A N. you know how to spell all righty guys thanks so much for listening we will see you this weekend go colts peace go colts i fucking love football and i love you guys
1: Here comes the here comes the here comes the Y'all don't really worry like oh, oh, yeah. Here comes the